The doctrine of the Immaculate Conception is certainly one of the most difficult teachings of the Church for non-Catholic people to understand. Um, I work a lot with the Coming Home Network, and this comes up all the time as people are considering a journey to the Catholic Church, but one of the things they really struggle with is the doctrine of the Immaculate Conception. It is a great mystery, and um, I always like to encourage people not to read the theologians on this subject because it'll drive you crazy. Um, it's uh, looking at those schoolmen from the Middle Ages when they debate this subject. Uh, it reminds me of the squirrels in the backyard fighting over, <laughs> over a nut. Um, and it was, it was on this day in the year 1854 that Pope Pius IX declared this uh, solemn teaching of the Church. And I love the way that he began that encyclical with the Latin words, ineffabilis Deus, the ineffable God. In other words, the whole thing is a great mystery, and we can only stand in awe of this mystery. We can't explain it in any full way, but it is a beautiful mystery. The actual sense of the Immaculate Conception is actually quite simple. From the Catechism of the Catholic Church, remember these words? What the Catholic faith believes about Mary is based on what it believes about Christ. So what we believe about Mary is, is intricately related to what we believe and profess about the Lord Jesus Christ. We believe that Jesus Christ is true God and true man. And in his humanity, he is perfect, he is sinless, and as St. Paul reminds us in a couple of places in his letters, Jesus Christ is the new Adam. He's the second Adam. The Son of God came to reset the clock. Adam, in the fall of Adam, had introduced sin into the human race. And every human being from that point on is affected with this contagion of original sin. It's, by, it's there by nature because of Adam's fall. So when Christ Jesus came to be the second Adam and to reconstitute humanity for God the Creator, it was necessary for him to assume a sinless human nature without stain of original sin. I like the way in the reading today, in the Office of Readings, the way that St. Anselm put it, without God's Son, nothing could exist. Without Mary's Son, nothing could be redeemed. 
So how do we get the sinless nature of Jesus Christ? Did he just sort of come and hop onto an ordinary sinful person? And through his faith, he kind of redeemed him and made him whole? That's not how it works. No, since every person born after Adam is born with the stain of original sin, God had to do something special here. He had to recreate in one particular instance sinless humanity by which his only begotten son could take that sinlessness, that sinless human nature, and live it faithfully in the world. So the only person that can do that is one that God, by a very special grace, makes possible. And that one person is Mary. By the extraordinary work of God's grace, at the very moment of Mary's conception, when God created her soul and then infused it into Anna and Joachim's unborn child, at that very moment, Mary becomes the new Eve. She approaches as near to God as it is possible for a human being. Thus, she is able to provide the sinless human nature necessary for the incarnation. And as the church has taught consistently over the years, whatever honor and praise we bestow on the mother of God are there because of her son. I'm gonna close this little homily with these words from Pope Pius IX. He's an amazing fellow, Pius IX was. Um, if you ever want to go and visit him in Rome, he, he lays underneath the main altar at um, the Basilica of St. Lawrence, the first deacon. Um, and it's just a wonderful thing to go and visit. But he was something of a poet. And I love the way he describes Mary here. The very model of purity and innocence more beautiful than beauty, more lovely than loveliness, more holy than holiness. God alone accepted, Mary is more excellent than them all. To praise her, all the tongues of heaven and earth do not suffice. And Pope Pius encouraged us to bring our prayers to Mary and ask for her intercession because she is higher than all the angels and archangels. She's the greatest piece of creation that God had ever made. And because all of heaven sings her praise, when she brings our petitions forward and lays them before her blessed Son, Pius said, how could he not respond in the affirmative? In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.